You are listening to the All Focus and Grit Breakaway Roping Podcast, where we provide you a roadmap to success both inside and outside the arena. Here are your hosts, Breakaway Ropers, Dreamers, and Goal Setters, Jennifer Casey, Cody Fuller, and Dusty Crenshaw. Welcome back to the All Focus and Grit Podcast. I'm Jennifer Casey. I'm Dusty Crenshaw. And I'm Cody Fuller. So we're so excited to have Amy Woodruff on our podcast today. So Amy was the one second at the big rope in Reno with the all girls BFI. I guess it's that what it, oh, it's called the Charlie one horse, right? Uh, in Reno a couple weeks ago. And you got to rope that night at the Reno rodeo. So we wanted to have you on and you tell us all about it. So kind of start with taking us through your day and like, how many calves you get to rope or what was the setup like? Well, thank you for having me on. Um, it, I, I entered the women's team roping with uh, Jessica Johnson and a draw partner as well. Um, it's, it's pick one, draw one there. And so my day started pretty early at 8 a.m. And I was the second team out in the <laughs> oh, team roping. So, um, so my day started early. I said all that to say my day started early and uh, went through the team roping. The team roping concluded a little bit later than, than they thought it was going to. So I think the breakaway started 1.30 or 2 in the afternoon. Um, and, and it was a great setup. I'd never, I'd never, um, I'd team roped there before, but I hadn't breakaway roped there last year when they had it. Um, so it was all new to me as well. Um, real how many, quick. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. How many no, teams and how many girls and then how many teams did they have? Um, teams, they had, I think, 169 teams in the team roping and, and the breakaway roping, they had a hundred girls. A hundred straight. So, oh, cool. yeah. Um, how how many years have they done this breakaway rope in there? Um, Jennifer, you might know this, but I think this is the second year only that they've had um, breakaway roping okay. there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think this. Yeah, I think this is the third year that they had. Oh, yeah, the third year. Yeah. Okay. Was, I think it's the third year because I I think I went there the first year that they had it, and that was a few years ago. So. Okay. okay. Cool. Yeah. And, and I hadn't been for a number of years, obviously. I had entered the, the team roping there um, a number of years ago, but hadn't been back and really wanted to go back um, when, when I knew they were having breakaway roping and team roping. It was, it was something I wanted to do this year. Um, Danielle Jennings was going to go with me, and, and then it didn't work out for her to go. So it was just me um, and, and uh, real quick quick setup the score was five under um so it it was a it was a snap crackle pop setup real quick um kind of interesting they had a set of calves for for the first round it was two full rounds and and a short um uh, one set of calves for the first round and one set of calves for the second round and then they brought the calves from the first round back for the short go that's interesting. So how many calves did they have enough for everybody for a round? 25, I think is my, is my recollection. They had 25 calves for each round, um, 25 or 28. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting way to run it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was number 72. It was a, a first to enter, last to rope setup. And I was number 72 because, of course, I sent my entry in early because I was going this year for yeah. sure. <laughs> and uh, so I, I got to watch um, a lot of the calves go. And they were they were more, the calves were a little more mature and they were pretty strong. So they didn't really change a lot. They didn't, they didn't give it up. Um, they maybe got a little more consistent with their start um, as it went on, but but the calves really didn't, you know, they didn't give it up or change dramatically with, with that number of runs on them, or it didn't seem like they did. That's awesome. I know Dusty and Gina and I were watching as much when we had service on our way to Primeville, so it was kind of in and out, and they'd said it was five foot under, and then we're like, but everybody, it was hard to see because of how the videoing was done, but it really looked like everybody was pretty late at the start, was the calves not starting or they everybody was just kind of not getting a good start well i i think it was i think it was a quicker start than than a lot of the girls were were used to or or maybe were thinking that it was going to be it the calves were the calves were a little stronger and and if you missed it i mean even a little bit you were down there a ways so um it was a quick quick setup and that's what it looked like because every you either had a shot if you got out, you had a shot or people were having to run them down if they had enough horsepower. So you got your, what was your time on your first round? Cause you won. The I actually round, right? Yeah, I, I did. I actually won the first round. Um, and it was a two, two, seven. And, um, I drew a really nice kind of a beef calf cross beef, nice, honest beef calf. And uh, he, he broke early honest and just kind of waited for me right there. And, and Una was just right there and we roped him. So that was super fun to win the round and kind of a confidence builder too. Um, and my horse worked great right there on that first round. So that's awesome. Well, he must've worked great all day. Like, and tell us about your horse. So I'm always interested in people's horses. And I think that as breakaway ropers, we need to kind of, um, give gold stars to the really good ones. So, and I think you have a really good one. So tell us about him, his age and how long you've had him and his some unique personality traits. <laughs> well, Uno, I think a lot of people know Uno. I bought him from Jordan Minor and, and he's been around for, for a long time. They raised him and um, everybody loves their horse. Everybody loves their horse and I'm no different. I love my horse too. Um, he's just, his his real long suit is he scores really really well um if it's a real quick setup he's real quick if he's got to see a whole lot he can just be really patient and wait it out and see a whole lot and then you know and then run in there and, and give you a shot he's he's a hair lazy um he maybe kind of tends to overthink things a little bit but he he really is just a super honest gilding he he just has no drama and no issues and he's he just does his job he's i just can't say enough good about uno um when i when i miss usually i can go look in the mirror and and that's that's why i miss it usually isn't about uno so but he's he's been a lot of fun he he just requires not not much management not much maintenance he's just a really good solid horse so what do you do on him during the week? Do you practice on him or pony him or just let him eat? Um, 
Yes and yes and yes. He he's a big eater, Jen. He's got a lot of try when it comes to eating and snacks. He loves to eat. Um, and and you can see he looks like a traveling snack bar. He's he's a chub. Um, I don't practice on him a lot. If there's any little kind of shortcoming, I wouldn't say shortcoming, but but anything that that he could improve on that I would like that he does better is is. Um, he's not great to practice on. He 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 knows we're home. Um, he doesn't try very hard, and he and I end up kind of at odds. And and so I just don't practice on him a lot. He's usually good for two or three calves, and then past that, he's he's just gonna not run in there. And I, I mean, it's it's worse than no practice. <laughs> so um, so during the week, yeah, he eats a whole bunch, and then I usually ride my team roping horse and pony Uno and. And maybe rope a calf or two on him, but I have the other horse that I'm able to practice on. What is that your you break way on your head horse too then? Or you have another practice horse? No, I have two horses. Um the the gray horse I primarily team rope on, but he's a jamma practice horse too. He's a great practice horse. He's he's different than Uno. He's quite a bit stronger than Uno. Um, so I don't normally take him to town unless I absolutely have to and Uno is out of commission because he's just I mean he's just stronger so you know you can how long have you had Uno for my my old horse that that I just that I just am still crying (laughs) about it um just sad about him dying he died in um I want to say 2014, 2013, 2014. So I've had Uno four or five years, um, and he's he's 15 this year. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Awesome. So you won the first round, and then so what were you on your second round? Cat there. Second. Second round calf, I, I didn't I didn't draw quite as good a calf, and and I also wanted to make sure that it went on his neck um so i took an extra swing um drew a little bit bigger calf and and he kind of squirted so i took an extra swing and i was a two seven eight i think um just a solid run just a solid run yeah it did it looked very solid and then what did you come back or how did the short go end up and how was all of that um they brought 20 back um and they ran it slowest to fastest I came in second, um, and I came out second. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I came in second, and I came out second. I don't know if you if if you watch the um, live feed, um, but Kelsey Chase was high man, and uh, Jackie Crawford was third, and and I think Larry D was fourth. And then I kind of can't remember how it how it shook out past that. Mm-hmm. So, so you got- what did you say you were on your third one? I was a three one nine. Awesome. So, so you came out at second, and then I think the best part of the whole thing is you got to rope that night at the Reno Rodeo. So, tell us about that. Oh my gosh! Um, by far, by far the biggest venue I've I've ever roped in. Um, talk about a bucket list. Um, Mark and I went down and got something to eat before the rodeo at the at the food court there at the rodeo and oh it was just 
there were so many people there and they were all just having a fantastic time loving being at, at the Reno rodeo. There was a lot of rodeo spirit there. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you know what I mean, um, a lot of rodeo spirit, a lot of hats and buckles and boots. And it, it was just terrific. Um, the, the breakaway roping was held with the tie down roping and it was, it was, one of the last end events so i didn't rope till about 9 30 or so it was getting dark 9 15 9 30. um i visited with some calf ropers before we went so i kind of knew you know what 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 i thought you know the get out probably should be and and then um there were a number of girls well jet park um she went she roped a really good calf and and uh, larry d and, and another gal so i got to watch all of them go and and oh my gosh there it, it was just electric there were so many people there it just was the neatest neatest energy oh that's awesome um we got to went went and watched the rodeo there last year, and that's what I was thinking when I was there. I was like, "Oh, one day when we get to rope here, it's going to be so fun." <laughs> well, and and thank you for 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 being so courteous um, as to not ask me how it actually ended up. Um, I can't tell you how many people have asked me, and and when I tell them that what really happened, they're like, "Oh." <laughs> and I feel the same way, like, oh, of all places to miss, are you kidding me? Um, but I, I just tried, <laughs> I, I, well, it's Uno, you know, Uno scores like Uno, Uno does, blew it back. Um, people were just wondering what the heck just happened. I can't believe she didn't break it. And and anyway, just, it just didn't go over his, it just didn't go over his neck and, and all of those folks at the rodeo. I mean, I had to give them the full experience so they knew what it looked like when someone missed, right? That has value. <laughs> <Very dinner> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And uh, if you've ever heard 15,000 people go, oh, and it's, and it's for you. It's quite a feeling. Oh, it's quite a feeling. So, but, so if you, if you were to win the round at the rodeo, what, were they were they paying what were they what was the the compensation for that um it was a winner take all a thousand bucks plus plus um more than than any amount of money is worth just bragging rights of having won it oh, right yeah. like, <laughs> this, how fun would that be oh my but, god uh, yeah who won yeah. it yeah Jackie Crawford, um, Jet Park roped a really good calf. Um, she roped really tough down there. She's from our area in Gooding. She roped a really good calf, but she got the barrier. Um, Larry D didn't draw quite as good of a calf. Um, and then Jackie, she she was the last to go. And and I didn't think she's going to beat Larry D, but she did. She was I think a three seven, and Larry D was a three eight. So. Nice. Yeah. And then it wasn't, I think it was Kate Amarant from California. That was the other girl that got to rope, right? I think she was the four, four flat or something like that. Thank you for mentioning that, Jennifer. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, thank you. And she wrote great all day too. Mm -hmm. So you're going to go back next year for sure, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm already planning on it. I'm already planning on it. It, it was just, it was great. Sorry about that. And um, and already planning on going back ne next year and and uh, yeah so 
it, it really was a very, very well run, um, very, very well run um, event. Of course, that venue is just something in itself. I mean, that's such a nice place to, to have a roping, but, but it was, it was very well done. The cattle were solid, you know, the setup was real quick and it, it was, it, I would definitely go back. So, so Amy, um, tell us what was going through your mind, like, especially on the third round, when you're coming in second place, you know, we talk a little bit about like mental game and how important that is. Like what was going through your mind? Were you nervous? or, you know, anything like that? Um, I, I wouldn't say I was nervous, Dr. Cody. I, I wouldn't say that, but, but I definitely wanted to shut the door. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I was going to rope that calf. Um, I, I didn't necessarily plan on having the run that I did. Um, but, but I definitely, definitely was, was pretty solid on, on on going to to rope that calf running it slowest to fastest um that that sort of adds an element of of oh, there's a little there's a little pressure there there's a little tension there um i probably wouldn't have felt quite as quite as you know um you know quite as much quite as much pressure if, if they had run it fastest to slowest um so, but I, I just, I just was really focused on, on, well, I didn't want to miss the start for one thing. I, I knew I had to get the start or, or it wasn't going to end well. Um, so, so, but just real focused on just closing the door. Well, I mean, that sounds like a pretty <laughs> tough mental game then if you're like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to rip the scab. There's no other option. <laughs> <laughs> So with um, a long roping like that, because it was, I mean, not only did you team rope, but the calf breakaway took forever, you know, it was a long time. What's your game plan for a day like that? Do you, I mean, do you go and watch everything or do you go and sit down or like, how do you manage that whole thing when the ropings are so long? You know, that's, that's, that's a good point. And I, and I thought about that after, um, and maybe maybe could have planned a little bit better in that respect. I got pretty darn hungry, um, and it isn't like you know you just want to stop and try to go grab a hamburger somewhere and and manage that. So um, yeah, very long day. I, I had brought some food with me, and I had also brought some coffee drinks and ice. And of course, they have um, lots of concessions there and that type of thing. I love to watch roping, so so. I did watch a lot of the team roping, which it was fantastic. You, you just can't believe the caliber of women ropers, really. Um, and and that and that barn is so comfortable. But I don't, I don't, I didn't watch every calf go, and I didn't watch every run because I kind of didn't want to get psyched out. Um, I, I did watch the calves go and, and, you know, verified in my mind that it was indeed five under and, and the start that I thought that I needed to take. And, and then just kind of chilled till it was time to go. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Dusty. Well, I have a question for you. So what is it that you think about as you're entering the box? Cause I've always, um, you know, everybody kind of thinks about different things. Do you think, okay, I got to hustle or do you just kind of think of your move? What is it that you think of as you're walking in the box and turning around? Um, I think 
get up, Amy, get up, stay up. Um, and, and on a start like that roll, just, just yeah. get your start. Gotcha. Um, so was it, um, was it bang at the gate then? Is that the start you took? You're, you're gonna, you're gonna laugh. Um, and everybody sees it differently. So I'm going to say this and some girls are going to watch this and they're going to be like, what? Um, but I went pretty much at the top of my nod. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So like Vail from last weekend. <laughs> right? well, not me. <laughs> I went at the bottom <laughs> of my nod. <laughs> so your calf is a little, a little slower than the rest of them. Yeah. Like, on top of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and let's talk about that too. Let's talk about that too a little bit. Um, I, I drew some good calves and they started really solid. Um, and I kind of knew they were going to start solid, but there were, uh, you could dang sure break it. I don't, I don't want to downplay that. In fact, the, the girl that, that came in first in the high man broke it to win the whole thing. Um, and I've, I've done that a number of times too. So, so that's, that's a hard place to be. That's a hard place to be. Um, but I, I, you know, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's the, that's the trick, isn't it? I was going to say, but what, and what are your thoughts surrounding that though? I mean, um, whether or not you can be willing to take that start, I guess. Yeah. Well, um, that's a tough question. <laughs> it, that, that it is, it is a tough question. It is a tough question. And, and I think it's a little bit, I think it's a little bit of a gamble. Um, and I don't want to keep bragging on my horse because the next time I rope on him, he's going to totally do something dumb, but, um, he scores real well and, and, you know, he's, he's pretty solid right there. So, so I kind of trust him that, that he's gonna, you know, our timing is kind of in sync. And, and if I, if I go, when I think I need to go, he's going to go and, and they probably not miss it. <laughs> No, 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 we got to wait just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. but I think that's, I mean, isn't that, I mean, there's the gal I traveled with this week and, you know, her horse was still at the stage where she would drop her hand and then there's that hesitancy before the horse goes. And then they get to be where they're kind of going when you drop your hand. And then they get to be where they're in your hand across the line, yeah. you know, so you can cut a pole and then they get to be like your horse where they're like, hmm this is good or no, no, we should wait just a little bit. So, and isn't that what we all want? <laughs> oh, that's so glad you said that Jennifer. So what is it that you girls do to get your horse to do that? Because I am in that spot where last year I was kickstarting my horse to go. And now I'm where, cause he's, you know, this is his second year. Now I'm going and, and sometimes he goes and sometimes he doesn't. I mean, we're still kind of in that seasoning. So what would you recommend for, you know, a horse like mine? What kind of drills or what do you do? Well, I'll go first. I think Jennifer Casey probably scores better than anybody I know. So um, I would totally defer to her. I mean, in my horse's case, I just think he's a mature horse. He's not a real tight horse or a, um, uh, he, he's he, a he just he's just he is he's super smart no he's super smart so I'd like to tell you it's something that I do it, it's not 
it's not. He's just always been really able to be patient and, and he stands really square and really quiet until he goes. Um, it's, it, that's hard. I, if, if someone knows how to make a horse like that, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that's his key though, right? Cause he stands so quiet or solid, however we want to say it. And then he goes, but he goes flat, you know, mm -hmm. doesn't mm -hmm. come up. Yeah. So he goes down so that you can get up. If yeah. you, you know, I think that's his. It can like, it can make or break your whole run. If they stutter star or if they come up, absolutely come up, that can throw off your whole run like that could literally make the difference between catching calf or roping eyeballs or not catching up or being in the barrier it's huge yeah. I, I think it's your whole run um really just i i went to a clinic a few years ago that that larry d guy put on and the the one thing that that clinic really cemented for me is it is the start in this event the start is everything in breakaway roping and and that's not you know that's not being fastest across the line or anything like that it's being square and having your timing right your horse between your legs your horse in your hand and ready to rope right there um so i i, I agree with you all it's it, it's it's everything the start is yeah it really is what do you do, Cody, to get your horse? Well, that? well, um, I never really, I never did anything special, so um, I can't really say much besides time. I, I mean, I, I'm my horse is, I think he's a year further along than Dusty's, um, and so I, I went through the same thing where you know it was a kickstart, and then I felt like, oh, he still needs to learn to leave off my hand, and and then. I feel like he just kind of eventually picked it up. I don't think about it anymore. And, and he actually has been scoring really well. He's been scoring really well this year. Um, <laughs> if we break out, it, it's been my yeah. fault. So, um, yeah. so I think the only thing I can say about it is it seemed like it was just time and it was just consistency mm -hmm. and he just, he just learned it on his own. Yeah. So. Gotcha. That's a good point. Time and consistency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think, I don't know, Dusty, your horse is doing awesome, and I think that, I think he's going to pick it up. He's smart. <laughs> your horse is really smart. Yeah, he's very so, smart. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that you'll probably be battling with that for very much longer. Well, in, in, in his defense, um, like Jennifer was saying, you know, you got to have him leave him flat, and um, my left hand was twitching all, I mean, quite a bit mm -hmm. last year. I didn't know it until I really started watching my videos. And so, yeah, um, just trying to make sure my left hand stands solid, but yeah, you're right, just just time. And yeah, and like you said repetition. too, that, that's true. Like if, if, you're, if you're consistent with what you're doing and your mm -hmm. hand staying solid, I think he'll, you know, he'll pick it up. It's getting there. I talk to it every <laughs> time I get ready to rope. <laughs> Have that conversation. <laughs> like left hand yeah still <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's a process that's for sure <laughs> i think we're all in the midst of getting them to the to, to the spot yeah. that uno is so right that's that's true yeah 
yeah. So it it takes it, and and, it he, takes, and 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 two, um, they're not four wheelers. They they have little bad days, and some days Uno just doesn't show up. And I'm like, what in the world just happened? Um, so I I have to remind myself of that too. Um, especially when you have a good old solid one that, that really you don't have to, you know, overthink it or, or do a lot of work at home. Um, some days they just, they just don't show up. They just miss it or, you know, whatever. I know, yeah. Uh, yeah, like a I know both Reno and Scribbles like had, uh, Reno more than Scribbles, I think, but they had more, um, they had places that they didn't like. Or, you know, and I just knew to count those out because they just were like, they, they were like, I told you I don't like this spot. So when I took them back to second year, it's kind of like, yeah, not going to do it. I already told you I didn't like it last year. So. Uh, but you always think like, oh, it'll be fine this time. Like last yeah. year, like I told myself I am never coming back here. And then you still go. <laughs> you're like, well, it'll be different this time. I learned on Reno because he really like there was if he didn't like it there was no effort <laughs> at all <laughs> so um but he was probably 23 at the time too so um where I, I got Maddie to go from being in my hand to actually so that she was that step between being in your hand and to the kind of the next step where you can pull on him is, um, you know, I put her that, that bit from Tristan that was the Cliff Kilmer bit. And then I did pull work with her, right. To really get her in, in my hand. So oh, interesting. that's cause she needs that each piece broken down for her and then a lot of walk scoring. So mm -hmm. that's what I did after we got back this spring. So We'll see where it's at, <laughs> how much pulling we can do across the line. <laughs> so what's your plans look like or what's for the rest of the summer, Amy? You know, probably, probably very similar to you all. I'm, I'm going to go to a, a few rodeos here in the next, a few rodeos. I'm going to go to quite a few <laughs> rodeos in, in, in July and August. I'm, I'm super excited about going to, to Stacy Barker's, um, jackpot next weekend or two weeks from now and and hopefully some other jackpots um Port I, Angeles, I, right? I thought we're traveling together <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely planning on on port angeles i want to go um support rochelle with with her roping and and i just want to go to it i, I just want to go to it um and then i did i did enter the um all in uh jackpot down in in uh, las vegas at the orleans so i'm gonna i'm gonna rope in that and and of course i'll just rope in everything they have down there um for sure so yeah should be great oh that it'll be fun right we get to rope from friday to friday friday to thursday that down there or something this year so i don't know how it's gonna work well with work but we'll have a lot of fun while we're down there that's all that matters <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, you could fit in Baker, Montana on the way to Port Angeles because, you know, it has 11,000 added. So you're closer to Baker, Montana than we are. So that way it'd be a, just a big circle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is going on with Breakaway is so amazing and so cool. It, it just, um, especially when you've been doing it for a while, which we all have and kind of, 
you know, came on in the days when 11,000 added. Are you kidding me? I mean, that is just so neat. So we were talking I'm about last so night. It was like $300 and we're like, woohoo! Totally, totally. With the sport of breakaway roping, it is so exciting. I am, yeah, just to be part of it and to see the younger generations get to be part of it where they don't, won't know any different and, and right. be able to go to those rodeos and, and go participate at higher levels and that's exciting very very well we really appreciated your sharing your experience at reno this year for amy and we wish you luck the rest of the summer on all of your adventures and travels yeah well thank you very much yes thank you for having me and and um, look forward to seeing you all very soon thank you everyone for listening to the all focusing brick breakaway roping podcast Dream big and rope sharp.